sisters, join the resistance. Come on, let's start by talking tactics. Have a pass and match us. Here's how we practice. The last order conversation. David Jason. Hey, everybody, welcome to Pop Culture Continuum. This is John Elliott. And this is Patrick Riccardi. This week we're doing nothing. It's our it's return episode. We haven't done an episode for about three months together. I did one by myself, and we did six or seven of them where we recorded them separately, and you used your audio magic to, to make it seem like we're doing it at the same time. But this is the first where it's actually real time we're talking to each other. Yeah, yeah. Three months. Well, uh, six, six months. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say. More like six. But, yes, I did do my audio magic. Um doesn't really seem like magic once you learn it, though. Like most things. Sex. Like actual magic. Oh, actual sex. magic. Um, yeah. Music. Religion. Brain surgery. Yeah. It's all pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I was in Europe for, uh, what was it, six months? Yeah. Learned so, at the same time you're in countries like Paris and Afghanistan. My friend was also in those countries. She was in uh, Amsterdam at the same time as you. And when she came back, she's a listener to the show. Hello, Holly. She brought me back a nice block of cheese and these little waffles that came in a pretty can. So I'm wondering, what did you bring me back, John? First of all, I'd like to say, Holly, uh, if that is your real name, it's illegal to bring cheese back from uh, the Netherlands. So I hope uh, the NSA is listening right now. Is it real? They are. Uh, hey, fuck off, NSA, as I always greet you. Is it really illegal to bring back cheese? I think it is, man. Oh, I haven't eaten it yet, so we'll see if I die. Well, it's not fatal. It's just illegal. Isn't I mean, that the same thing? It's still it's still delicious. Well, in this country, what, what with Sharia law coming? Actually, while I was while I was uh, over in uh, in Europe when I came back, I just kind of caught a little bit of the news, I guess. Uh, but from what I gather, Donald Trump uh, stopped ISIS, so that sounds good. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. I had a, a little bit of a question about how they work, since you seem to be an expert already. So they're a terrorist organization, correct? Indeed. What do they have to do with NASA? With NASA? Mm-hmm. I, don't... I, I can't put that together. I, I know they're related, but I'm just not sure how. I, I don't quite understand your question. Well, ISIS stands for International Space Station in Space, right? Oh, International Space Station in Space? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that is what it stands for. I don't. I think they just took the name uh, because they saw, thought it sounded cool and, like, technologically advanced. Ah, Yeah, okay. they just stole it from us, which, I mean, we did a real good job naming that. Who could name anything better? So why not steal from the best, I guess? I think that was their whole thing. I just, I see, I had always thought that it was, like, they were only one half of the equation and then Shazam was going to come on uh, as the next... As like their backup. Um, well, it's not, it's not over yet. That's true. Uh, no, it's not over till Adele sings, which she is because her new album's out. And there's some tracks on it you can only buy at Target. Oh, well, that's a classy, classy move. I don't know if that's true or not. I would, I would think is. not. But uh, yeah, and to Adele's credit, uh, she sounds exactly like she's always sounded, so... Whatever you make of that, uh, will determine whether or not you like the new Adele. 
Did I pay for it? Perhaps I did. Did you pay for it in Europe? I did not pay for it in Europe because it was uh, it wasn't released till I got back. So I thought everything was released early there. Most things are like syphilis, the plague, all those come to Europe uh, beforehand. But yeah, not Adele. She's somehow uh, she's bucking the trends. I don't even know what that means. Bucking. Oh, it's when you ride a horse and it kind of moves and you around, it throws you off. Mm-hmm. That's oh. why the those deers are called bucks because they're really good horse riders. Oh, I see. So she's like not getting thrown off the trends, basically, is what that means. Mm-hmm. Good for you, Adele. I applaud you, except you really should pronounce your name Adele, the way it's spelled. In my humble opinion, I don't know. She's British, so you know how they are. It would be great if she pronounced her name that way. Then she could name one of her albums Let's Make A. Well, she wouldn't have to even do the A. That's true. Yeah, Let's Make Never. a Deal. Yeah. Oh, that would be great. And she could have uh, Monty Python on the cover. Wait, now, what was that dude's name? Was Monty it? Hall. Monty Hall, yeah. Which is funny because there's also also a very famous math problem called the Monty Hall Paradox. Monty, yeah, which I, I don't still know. don't quite understand how it works, even though I've read about it. Like, I still don't understand why, necessarily. I understand, like, I understand statistics that, that like, explain it, kind of, but the explanation still doesn't make sense to me completely. So have you ever had someone explain it to you by saying that instead of starting with three, you start with three million? Yes, I think I have read that one too. Yeah, well, that's that's where it sunk. That's in where me. it clicked for you. Okay, yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll have to go read the things again. I mean, it's not exactly uh, it's not exactly fun, uh, you know, toilet reading the money hall problem paradox. But yeah, I'll go back and check it out. I mean, and I've heard other examples that were not the money hall problem, but they use the same idea. But they use the same ideas that made sense to me. It's just the, <laughs> for some reason the money hall like it relies too much on. Monty Hall knowing something, which is seems to me like a factor that you can't then you can't really yeah, uh, but that's the point of the problem solve for mathematically yeah you're, no no you're I get starting it. with him having the the knowledge that he knows where the prize is he always knows where the prize right. is so that's I mean so he's never gonna he's never gonna uh, get rid of the one with the with the prize in it right so you go you go in with that that's one of the problems with exp- when you you not not trying to explain it, but sometimes when, yes, trying to explain it, people will, like, they will go to the beginning of the problem and change the question. So if you change the question, Right, yes. right. No, yeah, people people have gotten it wrong for that reason, for sure. But my que- here's my question, since it's been so long since I've studied it. Um, is it true that Monty Hall did always know uh, which one the prize was behind? Oh, on the show? Yeah. I think he was he was basically a minor god minor god so he was he was not omnipotent but he was omniscient. Oh, gotcha. And he's still alive. He is exactly 700 years old today. Happy birthday, Monty Hall. Happy birthday, Monty. And so, we can legally sing it. Oh, we can. Yeah, so uh let's sing it. Um uh, this is what it sounds like windows cries. I was going to revise a little bit. No, we can't legally sing anything made by Prince ever. I know. Even though I do all the time. In my head. No thought police yet. Well, I'm sure Prince is working on that. Uh, yeah, 700. So he's more of like a, a Loki. He's more like a trickster god than, yeah. like, than like Odin. But at the same time, he's he's not as cruel as Loki. He will give. He doesn't always give the goat out. I mean, he likes that when people choose to go. But sometimes he'll give a new car. Yeah, yeah. Or a lifetime supply of popcorn. 
Or so the, the keys to his uh, hotel room. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Good for you, Monty. What game show would you most want to be on? Jeopardy. Yeah? Yeah, I've taken the Jeopardy test a few times. Uh, never got on. I mean, I scored well enough, but like, the problem with the Jeopardy test is... It doesn't matter what you score. They they randomly select people from the highest scorers. Oh, I so didn't. So even know that. then, yeah, you. And then if you get through that, you have to go through like a, a how are you on camera type test, which I find hard to believe because some of these dopes they have on Jeopardy, I don't know how they passed. They're like half robot, half uh, I don't know, ramen packet. <laughs> so they're spicy. No, no, they're like. They're like just a broth-flavored ramen packet. Uh, yeah. Well, when I make ramen noodles, I always throw the packet out. I just like the noodles. Yeah. No, same here. I, I do noodles, and then I pour some Cheerios on it. Mm-hmm. Little, well, you little flavor. Yeah. You put that on everything. I do. My ice cream, my burritos. Uh, How are the burritos in Europe? Dude, you know there's no way in hell I was eating Mexican food in Europe. Although there was a lot, there were a lot of Mexican restaurants, strangely, but no. Not making that mistake again. Again? Oh, I've yeah, I've eaten Mexican in Europe before, and it was not. Oh, no. Wasn't your favorite? No. We ate once in London and once in Dublin, and, like, the Mexican restaurant, it was like, there was only one, one Mexican restaurant in Dublin. It was like $30 for a fucking burrito and shit. Um, yeah, no. Nope, didn't do that. But no, When you say $30 for a burrito, was it just a regular burrito, or was it? Did they try to make like nouveau cuisine out of out of a burrito? No, no, it was just. I don't think Dublin's big on nouveau, nouveau cuisine. It okay. was just a burrito. Um, yeah, it was not worth it, and it wasn't very good. Obviously, I kind of changed. I, I I love Mexican food. I love cheap Mexican food, but I've kind of tried to change my thinking about it. Like it used to be, if I saw a Mexican restaurant that was really expensive, I would scoff and say that's stupid. But then I I was talking to someone and like you can have expensive Mexican food that's also good. It's not necessarily a bad sign. I, I kind of changed my thinking no, about like, that. Well, yeah, Mexico's a huge country. It's like anywhere. Yeah, you know, they've, exactly. got, they've got higher class uh, meals they do. But like, if right. it's an expensive burrito, then you're probably in the yeah. wrong place. Yeah. Or, But you could do fusion with an expensive burrito, but that's, that's not what I'm really talking no, about. No, yeah, you don't want that. Uh, that was another thing, man. Like in Germany, everywhere, they had like these all-in-one... It was like Thai, Vietnamese sushi restaurants. And so <laughs> we avoided them because, you know, it's like here. I'm like, I'm not eating at a place that has pizza and hamburgers and burritos. Like it's, you're, you're spreading yourself too thin. You're, you're a jack of all trades, master of none. If you ask me, that's what that means. But when I get off the train every day, there's a place called Yoshi's and it's not a jazz club. It's a yogurt sushi spot. And it's not, uh, it's frozen yogurt, and the, the frozen yogurt doesn't have sushi in it. They just happen to sell both. Yeah, it's it, that's just a little weird to me. I get you're trying to, like, you know. It's weird. I don't think there's any anything else to it. I don't know if anyone's ever bought sushi there, but it, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. No, you, you don't buy sushi from a frozen yogurt place. But I would have no problem buying the frozen yogurt. Yeah, no, exactly. Frozen yogurt is kind of hard to fuck up. Extremely hard, I would say. Uh, as long as I got my Cheerios with me. Right. It's, it's all well, good. you carry the spittoon that's filled with either new Cheerios or spitted out Cheerios. Yeah, it's some chewed up for when I'm feeling lazy. Um, so in your your time in Europe, what was the best place you went to? Like to, to eat or to just eat, overall? Yeah. Oh, to eat. We went to this place in Munich for uh, Viv's birthday. And 
it was really fucking good. It was like some old like Bavarian style beer hall looking place, but uh, it was good. I pl- I pay I did play pay like twenty two twenty three euros for fish and chips, uh, but it was the it was like seriously the best fish I've ever had in my life. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and Viv got this crispy pork dish that had a bunch of like crispy pork and then also just regular tender pork in this sauce. Yeah, it was really fucking awesome. I didn't expect it in in Germany to be our best meal, but it was. Um, although I I made a fool of myself by, I kept asking him, you got any dark beers? You got any? And I guess, you know, he's like, no, Bavarian beers are not dark. We don't drink dark beers here. Go to Berlin if you want that. Like, All <laughs> right, dude, Jesus Christ. <clears throat> yeah, somebody, I, I was also asking for like record shops I, in Munich. Uh, one lady... I can't remember where it was in some shop, and, and I was like, hey, do you know of any record stores around here? She's like, record? Like vinyl? I was like, yeah. She goes, oh, this is Munich, not Berlin. I was like, okay. Oh, so it's like Berlin's the hipster spot. Yes, oh, it definitely is. Berlin is definitely the hipster spot. Uh, although Germany overall, I was just like, eh, it's cool. I, I, much, I mean, you can't really beat Paris, you know, and Amsterdam. I mean, you Did can you... you can beat Paris if you're ISIS, I guess. Well, well, they kind of beat Paris in that they made Paris go attack them. Um, which is, I don't, man. I I guess there's a lot of racism going on here now with this shit, right? About oh, refugees. God. Jesus Christ! I don't even want to. Yeah, I didn't even want to look. I'm like, what? What is wrong with you all? Well, you haven't even seen the 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 motherload of governors who refused. <sighs> I. Dude. Including Christie, Chris Christie, who who not only won't, doesn't want to take refugees, but he refuses to take orphans. I can't figure out why he won't take the orphans, but no, no orphans under five years old are allowed in New Jersey. And the best part about the, these these governors grandstanding is the fact that what they're saying has no teeth. If if Ameri- if the United States wants to take in the refugees, the governors have to take them. They yeah, can't no, they bar can't people from their state. <laughs> exactly. So it's great. Well, it's just political posturing, obviously, but it. It's scary that, you know, that that's the stance they feel like is going to get them somewhere. Yes, not only that, but the fact that every single Republican candidate is, is, is they have, saying they have, it, yeah. There's lots of disagreements, but they're in lockstep on saying that they don't want to take the refugees in. They're not, surprisingly, they're not all saying that all Muslims are bad, which is, it's kind of a bright spot. Well, I mean, it's basically what they're saying without saying it, though. I mean. No, but I've, some of them are saying it at straight out. And yes, yes. Oh, it's. You know, I'll take good things when I can grab them. That's yes, true. Yeah. Something happening. And, you know, uh, we used to call them freedom fries. So maybe we shouldn't have cared about France. Yeah, I know. They See, here's the thing about France, man. You know, during World War II, they were collaborators. And, you know, what's better than collaboration, right? I don't know what the, yeah, what is the problem? Why, Isn't that was... a song? Stop, look, and collaborate? Yeah. Stop, collaborate, and listen. Ice is back with a brand new edition. That's all I know. That's great. You know, I, I, we, we're all against ISIS, but it is nice that they are into pop culture and singing rap songs and making Vine videos and stuff. That's pretty cool. Yeah, man. At least, you know, if your beliefs are in the 12th century, there's no reason your technology has to be. And I, I don't want to 
dwell too much on ISIS, but I can't figure out. I've read a couple stories about it happening. I can't figure out what the mindset is that these Western people, like Australia, Australians and and Americans who who grew up here, whose parents might be from another country, but they grew up here and they're they're going over the joint ISIS. I can't figure that out. I can't. It just doesn't make any sense to me. It's weird. Yeah, I mean, the, uh, ISIS is you know well, it's it's like you know it's like the Catholic Church in a way in that you know you try to get get to people while they're young and, and impressionable. Um, yeah. But, but the, I know it's a very weird system to fall prey to. I, I, I know what you're saying. Um, it, it would be like if there was a, 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 a branch of Christianity that sprouted up in, I don't know, in Jerusalem that said, we want to kill everybody. And a bunch of Christians from here were going there to join it. And they had to give up everything they knew. And they had to give up everyone they knew. And they had to, to say that they don't care if the people they grew up loving it drops dead. I just don't get it. Sure. No, I know. But it, in a way, it's not that different from like the Jim Jones uh, People's Temple or, you know, other kind of cult stuff cults, that people yeah. have gotten into. That's, that's a Scientology. Scientology, yeah, yeah. They're, I mean, they're, they're, you know, they're not maybe necessarily bombing things, but they're, they're not great. Battleship Earth sure bombed. Wah, wah. What a shock with uh, our finest American actor, John Travolta. Did uh, you see any uh, films when you were in Europe? No, didn't see any. We we have before um, when we've gone before. We didn't this time, just because it was all it was basically films that we could see here. Mm-hmm. Or uh, films that were going to be like completely not subtitled. I know that the biggest film in Germany uh, that just opened while we were there was um, "He's Back," and it's about Hitler coming back. God. <laughs> and it's a comedy. Um, Hitler coming back in modern day, and then but then he becomes like a YouTube sensation, and people start following him again. And I guess they did kind of a Borat type thing with it, where the dude who was playing Hitler actually went out on the streets, like in Berlin and stuff, dressed as Hitler, and was like interacting with people. And he said, he said like one, it was really scary because one woman came up to him and said, "I I love you, I love you." Oh God! And he said, he said, he said uh, at least, uh, at least there was a bright spot because one one woman walked up to me and just slapped me across the face. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's. That's weird. I mean, that kind, especially Berlin, it's such a weird city. Like the the reminders everywhere of that, you know. Mm-hmm. Like it's such a weird thing to live with. I would think. But you know, I guess in a way, it's also better than doing what we did with like slavery and just sleeping sweeping it under the rug and be like, that's eh, over. Or even in the South, where plantations are, are tourist attractions, but really the atrocities of slavery are, are glossed over and just looked at as, as the the fun the fun filled South. Right. Yeah, it was fun loving. Hey, it's cotton. Cotton. It's it breathes life in. I don't know what the damn cotton industry's slogan is. I don't uh, know, but every inch inch of clothing you're wearing right now is made of cotton. It's true, uh, including some of my own skin. Well, eat enough becomes you. Mm-hmm. So, uh, have you traveled in Europe without the euro, like before you before the euro? Was yes, in- yeah, I've been I've been when it was all you know pounds and francs. I mean, it's still pounds in uh, the UK, but francs and everything. Yeah, that was kind oh, of oh, the UK still use pounds. They didn't switch over to euro. No, they're not part of the uh, EU. Oh, I thought they were. Oh, they're like fuck you. We don't need that. We're our our currency's strong. We don't need to. Given handouts well, to other countries, but do you find it more convenient to have one 
one like denomination to you or one whatever it's called to use while you're there currency oh yeah way more um, yeah okay and you're not ending up with a shitload of change and then you have to like try to convert it and pay those conversion fees yeah it's way easier uh we were originally going to go to uh budapest and prague but we cut those out because they were they were being assholes to the refugees so that would have been those we would have had to like do different currency but we didn't end up going so yeah it was it was super easy that's neat um does each country have a different euro like it's the same currency but they have different pictures on or is it just a euro everyone has the same I think euro? it's just yeah it's just a euro i mean they probably have a bunch of different pictures but like it's it's all mix and match like i don't i don't know if it's even specific to any i'm sure countries like some countries put out their own you know pictures or whatever on shit Mm-hmm. Uh, but then it all just gets mixed in all across the continent, you know, so. That's pretty cool. Or maybe I'm lying and it's all just the same. I don't really know. I didn't look at I, the money all that often. I would like it if the United States, each, each state had their own currency, but they're all dollar bills. They're all okay to use anywhere, but everyone has different ones. I think I would like that. Yeah, I would like that. You figure Arkansas would just be like a, a toothless man on a porch, get a... What would uh, Pennsylvania be? Like, realistically, what would it be? Liberty Bell, coal miner, something like that, right? I don't think they'd do coal miner. They would, I think, since the most of the state states live in Pittsburgh and filled out, like, most of the population it would, would be, like, Liberty Bell or maybe or they would have a mill. Pittsburgh Steeler on it. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Wait, I what Calif- you... No, go ahead. California would probably be uh, maybe the Golden Gate Bridge, Hollywood Sign. Yeah, yeah, Hollywood sign be a bit tacky, but possibly. Well, it's California. That's true. Maybe just some fake tits. Maybe California. Um, when it's when it's on a dollar bill, how can you tell if they're fake or real? Oh, you can tell. That would be great if it was f- fake breasts on a dollar bill, and you took them to a strip club. It would just be the ultimate. Uh, oh man, I the I know the universe might collapse in on itself. Have you ever been to a strip club? They're yep. not. They're not. They're not fun. They are when they know your name when you go in. That that's probably true. They call you out like Norm on mm-hmm. Cheers, Pat. They're all got needles sticking out of their arms, and I'm just kidding. I have nothing against sex workers. I think it's fine. It's just a, a stereotype just, we like to you use. Just enjoy shaming them. I do. It's. I mean, I enjoy shaming everybody. To be fair, I try not to be fair. I think that's just. Uh, yeah. Well, what was I going to say about? Uh, yeah, it's it's interesting. I, I, I mean, I know it's not uh, it's not cool to say, but nobody listens to this podcast anyway, so I don't care. But yeah, well, we were over there. We were like, you know, we really got to move out of the U.S. Kind of kind of tired of it. I think I think it's it's the ultimate and cool thing to say. It's like the the really super hip cool people say that. So oh, do they? Yeah. Like Johnny Depp. Yep. Living over and he in did France. It. Yeah. Madonna. Oh, that's true. They are the super coolest. Those two. What's what 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 about it over there makes you say I'd rather live here than 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 here? There than here. I don't you know, I think that they're act like they're actually liberal over there, the ones who are liberal anyway. Oh, you mean the, just the the whole, like the just the thrust of where the country's going, not individuals that you meet on the street, but just well, they're cool too. But I yeah, I think they're it's a lot more you know live and let live kind of mm. than it is here. And you know, 
no guns. Like we were walking, and Viv was like, I think it was in Amsterdam. I can't even remember. Maybe it was Berlin. She was like, man, none of these first story uh, apartments have bars on the windows. I'm like, they don't have fucking guns, man. What do, what do they need bars on the windows for? Somebody breaks in, you beat them with an egg beater <laughs> over the head. Shit. You know, gun well, culture is, you know, whatever. It's just culturally, I like a lot more. There's like art, like out in the streets, art that doesn't get defaced like it would here or stolen. Mm-hmm. Just more of an appreciation for for the things that I value, I guess, than there is in America. So it sounds like it's low crime there, too. I mean, obviously there's crime, but... But comparatively, it might be lower crime if, if things aren't getting defaced and people don't feel... I mean, even without guns, people would feel a need to put bars in the windows if there's lots of break-ins. That's true. Yeah, yeah. No, that's... Yeah, that's a sense I get. Who? I mean, who knows? You know, I've only visited, so it's not really fair to, to say, but I do like the vibe over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, anyway. Anything else about Europe? I'm trying to think. Um... Yeah, I don't know, man. It, it was good. The food, food is weird because it's either fucking fast food or it's like super expensive. And by super expensive, I mean by my cheap ass standards. So like, <laughs> you're either doing fast food or you're paying like eighteen euros for a meal. And I'm like, for one person, you know, I'm like, man, there's gotta or, be. Or. What? Did I lose you? Motherfuck. All right, hold on. All right, I don't know what that was. I don't even remember what we were talking about now. Doesn't matter. We were talking about the difference between McDonald's in Germany and McDonald's in France, and which is better. You know, which in French, worse. you know what they call a quarter pounder in French? Uh, Whopper? Le Royale with cheese. Uh, I find that hard to believe. Yeah, because it should be a Vec fromage, really. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I think it's funny, all these... Uh, how these right-wing politicians like they're so worried about these refugees but yet they never seem to be concerned about the actual terrorists in this country who are mostly white american men who shoot up movie theaters and churches and schools all the time um but you know i guess i guess once isis gets a a powerful lobby like the nra maybe they'll change their team to be fair the 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 people who shoot up shoot up movie theaters and other places aren't part of a monolithic group, so it's hard to to say you want to stop them. Aside from just saying let's have gun control, let's have sensible gun control in this country, which of course they're not going to. Yeah, say. they're not going to say that. No. Uh, well, they are kind of part of a monolithic group. You ever heard of the patriarchy? <laughs> Hello. I don't know. I've never heard of that, but I like that my name's in it. That's true, Pate. Which of course Pat is short for. Mm-hmm. You were named after a head. Somebody's head. Mr. Potate. Oh, head. Oh, that makes sense. And that was a very popular toy when we were young. Oh, because kids were stupid back then. I don't think it was very popular at any time in its existence. Oh, I had one. I had one, but it was just, you know. <laughs> there you go. Two amongst all the other toys. One hundred percent of us. You have a quorum. Potato heads. Did you have Tyco racetracks? I don't know. Wait, I might have had like a Hot Wheels racetrack. Is that Tyco or is that something else? No, Tyco is the one where you plugged into the wall and you had like oh, a little loop de loop and shit, all that. Right. Yeah, it was electric. 
No, sorry, Mr. Fancy. Uh, I don't think I had one either, not. but but those commercials for them made them look awesome. And I just, I, I, I might have had them, I might not have, but if it was anything like the train tracks that came out during Christmas, that would just give me an aneurysm as a kid. Because I used to get so angry when the trains wouldn't stay on the would, track. Yeah, just, well, like, exactly. Kick stuff. That's they, All the toys look great on the commercials. Most of them were horrible pieces of shit when you actually took them out of the package. Uh, Star Wars action figures, they lived up to the hype. That's true, because they didn't say anything except that they look cool. So, Except for the damned guns. Well, what was the deal with the guns? I always lost them. Oh, you know what? My my guns would, like, they would get bent very easily, because they were very small. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like this, and, like, the little barrel things were just, you know, little plastic, like, toothpick size. I don't know. What are we talking about? Uh, Why don't you do something about that, NRA? Yeah. You want to... You wanna do something about guns how about fixing those star wars guns hey there should be more coming out maybe the nra can get on that i don't like the new ones the new toys actually that's not true i think they're all cool but i, I don't really have any reason to buy them because i went to target a couple weeks ago a couple months ago actually and there is three aisles dedicated to star wars before the movie's even out and the really neat thing is and i was a little bit just like wary about it I was like oh is this oversaturation is star wars going to become so popular that it's going to become too popular and people aren't going to like it anymore and i was not as worried about that when i saw half the shelves are empty so people are buying it yeah i think that day has passed years ago anyway i, I don't know what you're talking about uh, i always worry though it's so exciting to like for years and years where you know star wars has always been popular very popular but never been at the level it's at now since way like when we we're kids it's been a long time since it's been this popular so it's neat uh yeah because they george lucas took a shit all over the whole franchise for a decade of course yeah, it, yeah. yeah let's hope but even before the prequels they were uh i don't the, know if you remember people were pretty fucking hyped up for those prequels dude. oh yeah but i, I I mean, before the prequels came out, like the couple years before, you'd see Star Wars toys once in a while, but it would be a, a special event. But now they're just all over the place, and it's no big deal. That's neat. If you say so. I do. Should we take a quick break and uh, come back and talk about nothing some more? Yes, please. Okay. We'll be right back, everybody. We had a comrade, a brave comrade, he could talk for whole days. But then he tried to be a hero, tried talking about Shamiro to computers wearing earphones. He almost died for conversation, hallucinations, good vibrations. Van Dyke Park's greyhound racing, steeplechasing. We're back. And when you were gone, not on the break, but in Europe, Netflix, oh, I guess you're back by the time it happened, but Netflix right now has three awesome shows to watch. And they would be uh, Small Wonder, they finally got on there. I wish. If I were going to pick a syndicated show from the 80s to put on there, I, I would want Small Wonder for one. Of course. And I would want, there's this other show we've talked about, and I think you've given me the name, but I forget. It was about a little of uh, maybe seventh, eighth grade girl whose father was from outer space and her mother was from Earth and she lived on Earth. And I want that to be on there too to see. Oh, yeah, it. I remember that one. 
as bad as as it must be, but I, I want that to be on oh, there. Oh no, yeah, it's horrible. It's just, it's every bit as bad as Small Wonder. I actually saw it somehow recently somewhere. Um, probably on one of those old oldies stations. Um, yeah, no, or no, somebody mentioned it somewhere like on Facebook or a message board, and I like looked it up on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. And when... I the thing is that the second show I mentioned, the Alien Girl, I didn't like it as a kid, so I can't imagine I'd like it now. But Small Wonder, I adored. I love Small Wonder. What? From the theme song to the actual show, I loved everything about it. I was, I was like fifth or sixth grade, so it was perfect age for it. Oh, you were like the same age as that little fuckhead Jamie. kid that was on there, yeah. And I was so happy one episode where he was wearing the same exact shirt as I was. Not at the time, but I had that shirt in my closet, and I was you like, had wow. to be You had to be the only one who thought Jamie was cool, dude. I'm not saying he was cool, but he was pretty cool. Uh, I, I watched an episode recently and it was disturbing because like he was in the schoolyard and, uh, and he was like trying to hit on some chick or something like, you know, he wanted a girlfriend. He's like trying to appear cool in front of his friends and he's like saying all this, like really sexually suggestive shit. And I was just like coming from anybody else, but this kid, I might, I might even be able to stomach it, but yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Small wonder is on Netflix. What else is on there now? Oh, MASH. Oh, of course. Not MASH, I'm sorry. I misspoke. After MASH. After MASH, yes, with Radar. Radar and Father McClahey. Yes. And uh, Sherman Potter. And they're, it's it's how they deal with life after they got out of the arm and they're living on on, on American soil. Yeah. It's a wonderful show. It's 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 probably a hundred times better than After Newhart. Yeah, I agree. Which was called uh, The Cosby Show. No, no, no. There was a show called After Newhart. And the weird thing about it was there was no Newhart. It was just Daryl, Daryl, and Daryl, oh. and and uh, whatever the main guy was, and uh, it was bad. Peter Scolari was in two episodes, but it was obviously he was just there for the paycheck because he just showed up and left. He didn't even have any lines. Yeah, he just walked through the scene. And I think if you're going to sh- have the name Newhart in your show, you should have him appear in at least an episode. But he wasn't even he wasn't even listed as executive producer. Yeah, just even have them watching him on TV or something. <laughs> yes, or his picture. His yeah. picture frame. But yeah, they didn't have any of that. So but that's on Netflix after Meshes. Okay. Netflix although well, the thing about those eighty syndicated shows I wanted to go back to is there was a ton of them that were a half hour. I liked that as a kid. And they were not necessarily sitcoms, but they were a half hour. Like Superboy was a was a uh a syndicated half-hour show, and that was a terrible show, but I enjoyed watching it. Small Wonder half-hour show, which was, I guess, a comedy. But still, half-hour, perfect viewing time. Syndicated shows now, I don't think they exist, do they? I don't know. I, I always see, like, late at night, they'll show... Um, oh, uh, go ahead, but I have a syndicated show. I Stargate think something? I don't know. I, don't... I think that's done. But okay, yeah. yeah. But last night, there was a show called World's Funniest Videos. So it's it's a it's a cut above America's funniest. Right. Yeah. It's it's it, global. You've seen it? I have not. It's hosted by Terry Crews. Oh <laughs> shit! I saw every, thirty seconds of it and I had to uh, go vomit. Every episode has three comedians who judge. Or I don't. I didn't watch. I just watched the last five minutes, and it, <laughs> it was really bad. But why is Terry Crews doing that? He has the Old Spice commercials. He's in it. Best sitcom on network TV right now. Yes. And so why is, does he feel the need that he has to make money on this terrible American home videos ripoff? Terry likes money. <laughs> yes, he does. And he's he's just so funny. I, I can't not 
like be mad at them, but no, I know it's always weird with that kind of shit. It's like with uh, NPH doing that show, which I hope is off the air by now. But I yeah, think it was just it, it might come back. It was it's done its run for the season. It was just a short like uh, half a season run. <laughs> but yeah. no, I think with NPH, I thought he, from what I understood when the show started, I thought he actually thought he was doing something good. So I think that's a little bit different. Yeah, that's true. Terry Crews had a nose with a piece of shit yeah. from the get-go. Well, yeah. your host, I, don't, I don't think Bob Saget ever thought America's Summer Videos was awesome, but he likes having a yacht and stuff. Well, I think, yeah, Bob Saget's obviously just kind of a whore for money. Um, yeah, what else would you be a whore for? That's true. Um, and there's a guy who came after Bob Saget who's actually a really funny guy, the guy who hosted after Oh, him. Dave Coulier. Yes. Cut that out. Did I do that? Alanis Morissette can't be all wrong. No. Not all wrong. Nobody's all wrong. She's just wrong musically. When she wrote uh, What If God Was One Of Us, it was about Dave Coulier. Oh, yeah. It was such a touching song, too, until you found out it was about Dave Coulier, and you're like, oh, come on. Come on, Alanis. I remember when she used to sing for 10,000 Maniacs. She was the 10,001th. Yeah. I think that's how you would say it. So Jessica Jones is a new show on Netflix, and it's terrific. Yes, I, I hear that's the great. First two episodes. I actually finished Daredevil, so I could honestly watch Jessica Jones with yeah, a clean I saw, slate. I saw you expecting me to be proud of you for finishing Thank a you. season of something. I knew you would be. Uh, when you finish a season of The Wire, uh, let me know. The Wire is not 13 episodes. It's like 22. Well, it's, I don't think it's that much, but anyway... Okay, so you finished Daredevil so you could watch uh, Jessica Jones. Are mm-hmm. they tied in? I don't know who Jessica Jones is. I She's a, say. a Marvel character. A more recent Oh, that clears that up, thanks. Did, did, uh, is it Kristen Ritter? Yes. Okay, which is that's what I thought. About 95% of why I was so excited to watch it, because she is so great. She's great in everything she does, and she's great in this show. Kind of has a Veronica Mars vibe, but with superpowers and much darker. Oh, darker it's, than Veronica Mars. Oh, yeah. And it, it's uh, it's it's not as good as Veronica Mars because nothing is, but it's really good. Well, that's what I liked about Daredevil, uh, at least. I mean, it was okay, um, but it was a lot darker than like the Marvel movies. I really appreciated that. I have to say. Yeah, the I don't know what he ended up being. He was originally going to direct a Daredevil movie, and the, the story came up with Disney was like, "We're not going to be able to make an R-rated right right comic movie." So he's. So he said instead of uh, watering it down, they said how about a Netflix TV show, and that's why it went to TV. And it's, it is good. I thought the uh, Hammy Kingpin was the best part of it. He was awesome. Oh my god, dude! Can't that dude should just teach a class in chewing scenery? <laughs> yes, and, but there's some characters who would, it just works for, and Kingpin's one of them. He was a really good Kingpin. And uh, okay, so so uh, January Jones. Wait, no, what's it called? Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones. Okay. And then what? Oh, other shows on Netflix aside from Aftermath. She said there was Small yeah. Wonder. Yeah. Uh, well, the other one is uh, Master of None. A terrific. Is that is Aziz Ansari? Ansari? I heard that's really good too. It's it's incredibly good. It's like I haven't gotten into Louie like you did, and I should. I'll go back to it and watch more of it. To, but this is the when watching this and enjoying this is what I think of how of how people describe Louie. Okay. Awesome. So it's like it's really it's smart, it's funny, it's top, it's like current, but it's also 
something I don't know what people say about Louie. It's also really touching. There's there's good stuff in it, but I've only watched three episodes, so maybe the rest suck. Probably not. No, I don't think so. Aziz Ansari, I don't like his stand-up, but I like him as a person, and I like every acting role I've seen him in. So Yeah, no, same. Yeah, even... Even as even like on Parks and Rec, like a little of him goes a long way. Well, that's that character. of, of the character, character. yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, I I like him too. I'm I'm the same. I'm not like a big fan of his stand up particularly or anything. But and that's uh, another uh, Netflix thing I'm going to bring up. It reminds me, David Cross. I think his stand up is really funny. I think oh, me too. I've seen him live. Yeah, funny pretty much in everything he does. I, I mean, he, I'd probably laugh at the, the Chipmunk movies that he's in. I haven't seen them, but I'm sure he's funny in that part. But I can't stand his personality. Whenever he talks, I'm just like, oh, you don't want to meet your heroes because he doesn't sound like a good guy. I think he's, well, I think he's a he's a good guy, like, as far as where he is on the political spectrum and shit. But I think he's definitely, well, you know what, we'll come back to this because there's something I want to bring up um, about, well, he's not a hero of mine. But anyway, go ahead. So, okay, so that one. Were those so, the... And then there's there's something else too. No, just, uh, it, okay. I think so. There's the with Bob and David. The with Bob and one. David, of course, I'm going to watch. Is yeah, the Mister Show sequel, pretty much. It's really good. There's four, four episodes, episodes, yeah, and then there's a, a making of episode, which I started to watch thinking it was like 15 or 20 minutes, but 15 minutes into it, I paused it and saw it was an hour long, and I was like, okay, I watched the rest later because making of stuff is fun, but it, it's know. not. Yeah, no, exactly. When when you Especially when you think you're going in for a certain amount of time, and then I didn't sign up for 45 minutes of these talking heads. But was uh, Paul F. Scott Tompkins Ocker- and Scott Ackerman on the making of? Uh, Ackerman, uh, Tom- Tompkins is there, like he's in the in the scenes where they're, but he hasn't had a talking head scene yet. Oh, okay. But maybe he will, but Ackerman did. Um, well, yeah. What I was going to bring up was, and it's different than David Cross. Um, Are you going to bring up Bull Miller? Yeah, on Colbert. Yeah. Did you see him? Yeah. I did not understand where his hostility was coming from. Like, I didn't think Stephen Colbert was being a dick to him or anything. Like, I didn't get it. Like, he just seemed so, so angry. And, I mean, the guy's a dick. We all know that. But, like, he couldn't even, like, couldn't even do a talk show appearance like a normal person. Like, I didn't get it at all. I didn't know if it was a partly, like, that was, he was trying to do a, a bit. doing a put on, yeah. Maybe, but there's someone brought that interview up, and the uh, his comment was <laughs> Mar was upset that Colbert got the better of him. Do you think like that's that's ugh? Uh, knowing his personality, I wouldn't be surprised by that. I don't. I mean, that I, makes it even worse. He just so, oh, yeah. seems so petty. And I don't. You say he's right on the right side of the political. Side. I'd never agree with him, even when I Who, agree Bill with Bill Maher. Him, yeah. Even when I agree with no, him. No, no, no. I was talking about, I said David Cross was. Oh, I thought you brought him up because he, he reminded no, me. No, it just reminded himself. me of somebody being a dick. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bill Maher is who I bring up when I want to bring up someone who's who's a bad liberal. Well, he's a terrible liberal, and he's, yeah, he's only half liberal anyway, I feel like. Like, half his oh, views are. He's an Islamofascist or however you he say really that. is. Or Islamophobe, that's the word. He's, yeah, he's, he's a weirdo. Yeah. And, but on top of that. <laughs> and then this show, you saw the whole Colbert interview. He yeah. That, he's like saying something about microwaves and Mars, like, and don't use a microwave. It's bad for you. And he wasn't joking. He has all these, he doesn't believe in the germ theory of medicine. Of disease. No, I know. Yeah. He's, he's basically anti-vax, although he's smart enough not to say it 
as he, outright as like Jenny he McCarthy. Right, he goes right up to that line. Yeah. Yeah. He's not, he's not one of my favorite people. No, he's he's terrible and and even more terrible just like that inter- interview really made him look bad in my eyes where I was <laughs> yeah, I was just like, dude. And it was fuck? like Colbert was giving him all these like obvious jokes to him. Right. He wouldn't take it. He just kept getting more and more no, angry. He got, and I didn't. Yeah, I really couldn't see where the anger was coming from. I, I don't know. And I, Colbert. I mean, Colbert. I think he was enjoying. But it was. It was like Mar believed that the Colbert character was real. He's like, you probably voted for Nixon. I was like, what the hell? Where are you coming from? He made I fun know. of conservatives for, for ten years, and you're. Yeah, it was really weird, but enjoyable. It was. Yeah, I couldn't tell if he was trying to play along. With that kind of shit, or, yeah, I know, and then his whole thing about, oh, yeah, I used to have a show where, uh, a comedy show where we talked about politics, uh, other people have taken that up since, like, (laughs) yeah, dude, it, it's not really that original an idea to begin with, sorry, but, Jesus Christ, (laughs) you're acting like people stole all your glory, like, well, what the fuck, you're still around. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, yeah, that was awful. What an awful person. But Colbert's show is still great. Yeah, no. Uh, speaking of which, you should really follow on Facebook. I don't follow anybody on uh, Twitter. But uh, Andy Kindler, he's fucking pretty. He's he rips on Bill Maher all the time, man. <laughs> who is who is he? Is he famous? Andy Kindler, he's hilarious, dude. He's a comedian. He always gives like the keynote address, I think, at the uh, at the like that Montreal Comedy Festival or whatever it is. Okay. Okay. On Everybody Loves Raymond, he was one of Raymond's friends. Uh, like the nerdy guy? Nerdy like guy the with the glasses, nevish. little... Sh- yeah, yes. he's, he's funny. I've seen him on stuff. I yeah. didn't know that was his name. No, he's great, dude. He always, like... I mean, he hurts his career as much as he talks shit about the wrong people, I think. But it, that's what's great about him. So you should follow him on Facebook. That's all. Um, I've, I've spent, like, the... Ever since I joined Facebook, I've avoided liking anything... Or like uh, following anything that was like uh, in in any way that I don't know. I just didn't want them to know the things I liked because I felt like I was giving them too much information. But I feel like I miss out. Like you like a lot of artists and you get to see when they're touring. Yeah, no, it's cool. Like yeah, yeah, I don't mind that. Um, I mean, who cares anyway? Facebook, they already have all your information, dude. That's I don't know true. what you're worried about. Um, I just don't want them to know I like Star Wars. No, and you shouldn't. You should not want anybody to know that um but you do you actually already bought your tickets for the premiere now see that's the thing that i don't i mean i get i get why people do it i it does not appeal to me at all the idea of going on like opening night at midnight with a ton of people um, well here's the difference i i'm usually like by myself i don't like to do that with with friends like it'll be but i'm well i don't know who i'm gonna go with i have two tickets but anyway this for the way they do opening nights now is different than it used to be. It's not at midnight; it's at seven o'clock. And the theater I'm going to, you can reserve your seat, so you don't have to wait in line at all. So it's like the really lazy man's opening night. That's good. Well, hey, you hear that, ladies? Maybe you have a little contest for the uh, Philadelphia tri-state area. Uh, yep. Somebody wants to go with Pat to see Star Wars. Um, tri-state area. What what states do you think are in the tri-state area? All right, Philadelphia, the state of Philadelphia. Okay. Ohio, good, good. Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Uh, I, I was sure I'd, I'd have you uh, flummoxed. Stumped? Nope. Quiz question. Fucking killed well, it. I wish you were my partner, Quizzo. 
Oh yeah, do you do, do you still do that? I've never I've done it once. Oh. I don't know why you say still like it was it was a regular thing. I thought it was something you did like for mm-hmm. on the on the regular. Yeah, I, the slide I, on the down low. There's one here. I probably told you about. It. It's at the Fox Theater um, where they have a lot of good shows. Like Saint Vincent played there. Prince played there, and they have a, a trivia night we used to go to a lot. Um, and if your team wins, you get free tickets to a upcoming show, which is pretty cool. Did you ever win? No, no. We always came in like second or third. <sighs> I know. It's right, sports. If you come too. in second or third, I think they should have some kind of prize. I think we got like free pitcher of beer or something, but none of us really drank, so it was pointless. Um, you needed to make a sports friend. Yeah, I know. Need a sports friend, but then you know, but then I gotta hang out with somebody who's a sports geek. So I don't know how much. That's kind of maybe you know Sophie's choice. I like sports. But you don't live in. Uh, do you know like stats and all that crazy shit? For baseball, I sometimes do. That's the only one. Yeah, yeah. So you'd be useless to us. No, because there's lots of baseball questions, especially in San Francisco. That was a, that was a gay joke. I know. Oh, I got it. Good. P- pitching and catching, all that. Ooh, now you made it weird. Hot dogs. Um. But then again, I'm in Oakland, so I don't know why you. Even brought that up, homophobe. Anyway, what else is going on? That's something comedians say. Do you think they're they're buying time because they're trying to? They can't remember their joke. I don't think they're buying time. I think they're trying to make it sound like they're uh, speaking off the cuff when they really all, already have it all planned out. Uh-huh. Um, but you know, those, that's just one of the tricks you do to uh, fool the rubes into thinking. Uh, there's no craft going on in your thing. It's all just you talking. Speaking of Bill Maher, I know we've said it before. Look, man, get rid of the fucking monologue on your show. That's going to that's gonna make it already a hundred times better. Um, better than shit. And get rid of that middle segment. I know I said that before, too, where he always does, like, I don't know, some, like, mock-up drawings or something of some dumbass shit that's going on in the news. Just talk. Like, why can't you just have a talk show without your deadly monologue at the beginning? That's not funny, and he laughs at all his own jokes, which always annoys the shit out of me. I've never watched the show. Yeah, you. Sh- you I mean, you don't need to. I've watched the, the panel a few times, but I've never watched the whole show. I think the panel is probably the best part of the show, it right? It is. That's what I'm saying. Like, okay. just have it all panel. All panel. Um, and I might watch just to hear the other what the other guests have to say. But I was watching, I think I told you this too, I watched like the, uh, I was in a hotel somewhere for this too, so I don't know where it was, but the um, the Comedy Central roast of Justin Bieber, and it was pretty, like, I didn't realize how how shitty all the jokes are. Like, it's all like gay jokes and stuff. Really? Yeah, where I was like, oh, really? This is the best you can do? You're like, you know, I, I don't know, it seems so 80s. That's that is surprising. I, I just don't think people would enjoy that. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it was really like, weird. That is weird. There's there's guys that are regulars on those roasts, right? Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Is Jelznick one of them? Jesselnick, uh He's. Jesselnick. I can't remember if he was on that one, but yeah, he is one that does. Like Greg Giraldo used to do him a lot, and I thought he was really funny actually. But I can't imagine Jesselnick doing that kind of humor. But I might be wrong. I know kind of annoys me in a way just his his cocky attitude 
Well, I think yeah, I think that. Attitude... But I think it's it's part of his persona. But you know, it's not appealing to me. But you know, I used to feel the same way about Scott Ackerman um, as a persona. Really? Yeah, not not cocky, just like uh, really fucking. Uh, I don't know. Uh, what's the word? Like almost Aspergersy at first, but then I got that it was a persona after a while, and and now he's like. I think he's fucking awesome as hell. In what context? Like on the podcast? Yeah. Didn't like he, really? Yeah. I just found him. I don't know what I found. It took me a while to warm to his style of humor. Now, maybe he's also gotten warmer as a person on the show. Um, I don't uh, think so. He's pretty cold on the show. Yeah, that's true. It, but no, I know. I find him hilarious now. I've always liked the show. It was just him. Uh, but no, no. I, I think he's great now. Yeah, I, I'm surprised that... Not, not, not that you... You know, sometimes you have to, to kind of get used to a, a personality, but I wouldn't. I would never find him, his personality cold. It's just, it's just funny. I don't know. No, it is. No, it's totally the character, and I think he's like a super nice guy actually in real life. And oh, um, it, I see that comes across to me. Like, yeah, it does that comes with Jez, Jezelnik? I'm not sure. Right. But yeah. You don't hear as much of him, so it, you know, you can never be sure. But no, he's. I, there's an a recent episode with him of on comedy bang with him and Nathan Fielder, and it's as usual really funny. And he's, I mean, he's doing probably more for like young comedians than anybody right now. You think so? I don't know. I mean, he gives he gives these people a platform. Look, Lauren Lapkus, nobody would know who the hell she was. I think right, but him. I don't think of her as young. I guess she is. I think like I, I just up and comers. Underground, I guess, let's say, yeah. I, I guess what happens is, like, to me, it seems like he'll kind of go in a cycle where he'll have these people on, and then they become popular, and then he'll just, like, maybe he'll move on to new people. Like, you're right with Lauren Lapkus, and she's huge now as far as podcasts go, and she's on a bunch of TV shows and stuff, but I, I just wonder if at some point she'll, he'll switch up and have different people that are yeah, more but, underground. But that's but good. I, I see what you're saying, yeah. And I, I, I like it, yeah. Yeah, it's a good it's a good thing. To, he should switch it up after a while, you know. Well, when but, you said it, I wasn't thinking of of improv comedians, and I, I totally agree. With, I was thinking of stand up comedians. I don't really think he like he'll have them on sometimes, but it's more it's more guys who can do improv. Or, yeah, and it's it's not yeah. really great when he has stand ups on usually. It depends. Yeah, a lot of the time it's not because they're not. I don't think they're used to sharing. Right. Exactly. I mean, especially somebody like Mark Maron or. Oh, I, I think he had Marin on and didn't even Once, pop. yeah, you don't need to. It's not, you know. Anyway, I don't know. We're just talking about nonsense now, huh? Um, yeah, well, I think we started with that. That's true. Well, we were talking about my trip to Europe. I don't really know what could be more important than to others, other people listening than that. But Well, this is two episodes in a row we've talked about your trip. Oh, that's true. I still haven't listened to the other one because uh, I've been too jet-lagged. But, uh... I'm sure. I mean, I, I don't even remember those postcards I wrote to you, so it'll be good. It'll be good to hear them with fresh ears. You know, I was... must have a terrible memory. There were emails. Oh yeah. Well, I call them postcards because they're from another country. And they're more environmentally friendly. And I just bought a stamp um, for each one and then threw it away. Mm-hmm. Did you lick it? Uh huh. I stuck it to a homeless person's head every time. Yeah. I guess you knew what I meant by it. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, that'll be fun to listen to. Um, yeah, I don't know. I can't say it's good to be back, but, you know, work doesn't help. I don't know, Maybe, she, Maybe she get a job as a travel writer. Yeah, that's one of the easiest jobs to get, from what I, I hear. I know. 
and it's it's a it's a wide open field. I think we, you know, we would it would be good if we had like a TV travel show. I've probably said it before, but you know, fucking Rick Steves, man, he drives me nuts. Like maybe get somebody who's actually got a sense of humor to do one of these shows. I've never, I don't think I've ever seen Rick Steves. And when you mention his name, I just think of Rick Dees. Well, there's not much difference. I mean, this they guy didn't invented... do Disco Duck, but... Oh, okay. Oh, uh, speaking of that, did you read the new Howard the Duck? No, I haven't read it yet. It's on Marvel Unlimited now. I, I'm not as big of a fan as I thought I would be. I like it, but I, there's other... The guy who, who writes it is Chip, Chip Zdarsky, and he's written other stuff that I like more. So I think I was slightly disappointed that it wasn't funnier. But it's Chip. still good. Sorry. He's named after Pringles. Hey, everybody ate Pringles in Europe. That was weird. Hey, wait. Let's 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 be honest. Yeah. Pringles are crisps. They're not chips. So he was not named after the Pringles. That's true. But if he's American, he he probably was. There, you know how we are with that stuff. I like Pringles. We better call than Pringles freedom chips. chips. What? Uh, you like Pringles so, better than? So maybe I would like Europe too. Pringles are yeah. They're just like. It's like all the leftover shit from real potato chips just pressed into a a uh, shingle. A uh, delicious shingle that you can make yourself look like a duck if you eat correctly. It's true. Munchos are similar to Pringles, and I like those too. What are they called? Munchos. Munchos? I didn't think they existed anymore because I used to have them all the time when I was a kid, and I, I've seen them like in the past few years. They brought them back. They're in a red bag, and they're, they, they kind of, they're like really similar to Pringles where it's all the crap that real potato chips refuse to have and compressed into this little thing and then probably fried in like the worst lard you can get. But Yeah, like beetle lard or something. Mm-hmm. But they're good for you. Oh, it sounds munchy. like it. Yeah. Are you sure that wasn't all just a fever dream? I'm surprised there was like a Pringles competitor out there uh, that was able to I, last. I think they're also they also refuse to allow them to be called potato chips. So... I don't know if they're really a competitor. They're, they don't come in a the, the tennis ball container. Well, you know, oh, one other difference about, sorry, about Europe. Um, there were about 95% less people walking around looking at their cell phones as they walked. So really? So they're about 95% less assholish than we are in that way. I, I wonder why. I mean, it's not like they don't have cell phones. Um, maybe they understand a little thing called common human decency. I don't know. Well, say, if you're just walking around by yourself looking at your cell phone, how does that affect anybody else? Uh, I'm sorry. When you're walking down a busy sidewalk looking at your cell phone like a dipshit and you can't walk and read at the same time, you're, uh, you're holding everybody else up. Well, that's that's not less about being a, a douchebag and more about not having fine motor control. That's true. Yeah, you. it's not. It's about not being able to multitask. Um, anyway. Multitasking is a myth. Oh, is that the new thing? Multitasking is a myth? It's a really boring myth, if you ask me. Yeah, I was going to say, who cares if that one gets exploded out of the water? Now, the, the Rod Stewart, uh, you know, pumping his stomach, pumping the semen out of his stomach, that's a good myth. Uh, multitasking? Eh. Put it down there with uh, the myth of the female orgasm. So the the story, the story like the Rod Stewart thing, I, I imagine he just never responds to it 
just because it does it doesn't make any sense to respond to it. And recently, there's a baseball player going back to your what you like to talk about, who actually responded to to a, a myth, an urban legend about him that's been around for a long time. And I'm surprised he even responded, but it's funny that he did. Derek Jeter was a player for the Yankees. I know Derek Jeter, yeah. And the the story about him was when he ha- used to have one night stands, he would he would send the his conquest along in a like a uh, a driver, he'd have a driver take her home, and in in the back seat when she got in, there'd be a gift package that included lots of autographed memorabilia. And he said on a recent interview that that wasn't true. Well, that's good that it's not true, I guess. Oh <laughs> no, I wish it was true. I think that it would be a, a terrific thing for an athlete to do that. <laughs> to be like, oh, you're a prostitute, so here's your here's not your a payment. Prostitute. Here's here's a a memory of the night we had. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, I guess I guess he's not that classy a guy. Yeah, maybe, I, he just got married, so maybe he's lying. I would think, yeah, that's that could be. Although I'm sure his wife knew a little about his past. Um, <laughs> I yeah, I think the Rod Stewart thing. I I would think if I was him, I would just be like, I would laugh. And I'd be like, that's a cool myth to have about you. I would just go into the impossibilities of it. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, if you even need to do that, you know, you're the people who believe that are obviously stupid as hell. So I think I mean, it's, that was, you just, that, it's just funny. That was, but it was, it's also one of the big homophobic myths of the time. Like true, the true. It was that and the Richard Gere one. Yeah. The, it's not even worth talking about. The, but No, it it's not. But it's just, it's just, it comes from the same, same homophobic place. Yes. No, totally. Both, yeah, both from the same, roughly the same era. Mm. Yeah, um, I don't know what people are saying about Justin Bieber, if any, if people are even saying it. If there is myths about these guys that kids are, are talking about in the... I, guess, I don't know, maybe not. No, maybe with I think the, it's all that, just... It's all uh, fanfic now. They don't even need uh, myths. They're yeah, just, why, why bother just read the Justin Bieber with Tony Orlando slash? Yeah. I mean, there, the I know the last real... Well, I didn't know about the Derek Jeter myth, but the last real kind of myth like that I remember was, well, in some stories it was Eddie Murphy, in some stories it was Lionel Richie with the, oh, uh, is it the dog, dog in the elevator. Yeah, That's a great one. <laughs> Which kind of more plays on like racism. white people's racism. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, the thing about those stories is they're so ridiculous. When you think about it, they're impossible. No one would. No, of course. But. When you hear it the first time, it's it's just like that's such a great story you want to believe it. Yes, well, and I mean it's not like and, it doesn't happen today all over Facebook when people oh, post their dumbass links to things. Do people oh, even have original thoughts on Facebook anymore? It's kind of weird. Code, the the end of this the story I, I was about to say was and I was in fourth grade, so it's easily right. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. With Facebook, it doesn't, you know. Uh, when I, I mean, I spread it. I can't help it. I, I really do think that people are going to, to Facebook is going to steal all my stories and all my pictures, and unless I put the message up, I do not approve of Facebook. Well, sure. Have you yeah. seen that go around? Yes. I, you know, I really try to cull those people from my friends list you whenever I see them. something like that. I do. I'm like, all right, you're stupid. Bye. So wait, it's, let's say Andy Kindler put that out. Would you just delete them immediately? No, I would. I would post a message to him but he's not that dumb uh that's true but yeah. i just i mean 
I just think about someone you respect. If someone like that, so you'd post a message. No, I would post a message and be like, "Hey, this is bullshit." Yeah. So, but people who do it and you delete, they're pretty much on the edge anyway. Yes. No. Exactly. They're mostly like acquaintances or whatever. And your mom. And my mom. Yeah. That was just a a your mom joke. Uh, yeah. Well, I think we've eaten up enough time for a, a full episode. I agree. It was a pleasure to welcome you back to this great country of ours that you love with all your heart. It was my very great honor to uh, have been in Europe. Uh, recommendations, Asians, Asians. Asians. Oh yeah, go ahead, because shit, I gotta think of one. I, I'm just gonna go. I'll, I'll, I, I recommended Master of None last week. I'll do that again, and uh, maybe I'll save the other two. Or no, just get Netflix because they have a lot of great shows. Master of None. With Bob and David and Jessica Jones are really all, as far as I can tell. Well, with Bob and David, I finished. And it's, I think the middle episode's the worst, but everything else is really funny. And even in the middle episode, there's funny stuff. And uh, Master of None has it's been great all through. And Jessica Jones so far, great. I'm just yeah, I'll have to figure out which is the middle episode in a four four episode series, but I'll I'll do the math. Um, I'm you know I'll recommend um. In uh, some some reissues that I got, uh, music obviously uh, got the uh, Velvet Underground Loaded 45th Anniversary like six or seven CD thing. That's good. Uh, I got the the Jam uh, put out a six CD box set of all live. It's all concerts, um, one from each year they were together. So that's really good too. Um, can I interrupt you for a second? No. All right. Now you public, can. Public Image Limited, is that their name? Yes. Did you see them on Colbert? No, I didn't. I've got the new album. I, I d- did not see them, though, yet. I've got a bunch backlogged, so. It was entertaining. Go ahead. Okay. No, no, that's good. I'll, I'll check that out. Uh, no, I think that's it. I mean... So these things that you got there, is that stuff you can only get there? Yeah, stuff I got in, in Europe, which was not these two. Um, oh, okay. was stuff I could only get there. That's neat. Yeah, got some, like, Smith's bootleg stuff and uh, a bunch of, like, French and African, like, 60s garage rock and shit. Yeah, a bunch of cool stuff, so. So this is all stuff that you couldn't get online? Like you couldn't no, I, I actually... Like, this one African garage thing from the 60s, it's just like one CD. I looked it up on Amazon here, and it was like $85 for it. So I was like, oh, fuck that. You know, I got it for like 10 euros. Huh. Which is it's $85. A... But, you know, still, it's it's 10 It sounds yeah, much cheaper. You, you yeah, but you gave it to someone who in, is closer to the source, because France is right next to Africa. That's true. So, but, but it's just, it's funny to think about. I mean, it's kind of like the movies we watched a couple weeks ago, there there is stuff out there that you can't find online. You actually have to to buy it somewhere. Yeah, no, it's crazy. Um, yeah, you, and no, that's true because like one of them, one of them I looked up wasn't even available on Amazon at all. So I don't even mean to buy it like from Amazon. I mean you couldn't find the files to listen to streaming. Ooh, or... Right. No. Exactly. Yeah. Just just like those two movies. Like pff, we we're lucky we got those because. You know, as Michael Morris told us on on Facebook, he couldn't find them anywhere. So, yeah, yeah, it's still not, you know the world's still not completely open. So with Bob and David, you should kind of split them up. I watched. I think that's what my problem with the middle one was. I watched a couple of them in a row, like right in a row. No good. No, you can't do that with that kind of thing. I feel like it's it's, it's, it's it loses its effect if you watch. Yes, it. 
it's so, just like Eagleheart, like we talked about. You watch like one of those a day, you're it's perfect. And Eagleheart's worse because Eagleheart's only fifteen minutes, and that's all you can take with that. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. <laughs> but but for that fifteen minutes a day, it's great. Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, this is fun. Write to us at popculturecontinuum.gmail.com if you'd have something you'd like to say or if something you wouldn't like to say, but you'd like to put it in text form. Like us on Facebook, rate us highly on iTunes, and most importantly, tell your friends and enemies. Yeah. Uh, tell ISIS. They're technologically advanced. Uh, maybe we can get on an ISIS hit list. When you say ISIS, you mean the International Space Station in space. Yeah, of course. Good, yes. I would love those astronauts to listen to us. Me too. They fucking, I don't know. Other than just singing David Bowie songs and talking to Bono and shit. Come on. Get with the common man, astronauts. Ass. Tronauts. All right. I guess that does it then. Uh, so until next time, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>